Welcome back to the Missing Peace. As host, Isabel Dang and Lila Maricio discuss local issues in Panama. Hey, Isabel. Hey, Lili. Today, Tuesday, October the 11th, we'll be talking about a very interesting topic, which is therapy accessibility in Panama. To start, what is therapy? Well, psychotherapy is a collaborative treatment based on a person's connection with a psychologist. A psychologist creates a safe environment in which you can speak frankly with someone who is objective, unbiased, and not judgmental. This is correct, Lily. People, often in emotional distress, seek comfort in quiet environments to let their thoughts be free and flow. Psychologists are professionally trained to treat people in these types of distress so their clients feel safe for them. I can also add to the fact that um, clinics are usually... Uh, have a very soft color scheme. So that helps the client relax and feel at ease so that they can trust the doctor. Now, after the COVID-19 pandemic, helpless people have felt the need to release their emotions from the lockdown. I think we have all experienced that by now. However, psychotherapy has never been accessible around the world. Prices range from $60 to $300, depending on the currency of the country but it also depends on the doctor's level of education, licensure status, specialized certification such as a PhD, and level of expertise. Uh, moreover, there's a list of bills which need to be paid in order for the patient to receive quality treatment from the doctor. As Isabel said, when it comes to bills after a therapy session, you have several factors to consider when paying, including the amount of education of the individual attending you or your psychologist, their tools or books, which are goods that nourish the individual who will assist you. Furthermore, the education debts result in a subsequent amount of debt for the future psychologist. The student's loan will follow them or hunt them for several years while they pursue their education. That is correct. And a very interesting fact as well. Student loans are often a huge pain even after you finish your studies 10 years later. This not only applies to medical students, but almost every single uh, undergraduate or graduate program in any university in the world. That's interesting. If they have their own clinic, it is another price they must cover such as rent and utilities, marketing charges, office equipment, and much more, which adds to a significant amount of cash. Many may ask, why not just cover the cost with insurance, which seems like the typical thing to do when it comes to uh, receiving treatment from a healthcare facility. Well, some therapists do take medical insurance, but many do not due to the complexity of the process needed. Few insurance providers reimburse clients for out-of-network mental health sessions. This type of charge happens when clients receive the treatment and pay the clinic out of their own pockets to then get their money reimbursed. So basically you're saying that you're paying for them to pay you back? Personally and respectfully, that seems like such an unnecessary process that would be better if they just um, covered it like they do with injuries in hospitals. Well, I don't know. Uh, they're just following the law. Now, according to a study conducted by Bishop, only 55% of psychologists accept insurance plan in comparison to the eight, staggering 89% who don't. Nonetheless, some insurance plans do not accept certain mental diagnosis, which makes it difficult for the client to find and receive treatment, which covers their needs at, a, at an accessible price. Insurance companies who focus on medical insurance 
often do not see the need to cover these sessions since the treatment cannot be cured, uh, such as um, mental health issues that include depression and anxiety, which can be prevented using uh, medication and treatment, but cannot be cured uh, completely with surgery. This is so absurd. Even sufferers experience inequality and unfairness from people who are supposed to care for them and support them at times of financial struggle. Unbelievable. Well, what can we do about it? Finally, psychologists themselves are not willing to accept insurance since a lengthy amount of paperwork is required. And insurance companies often have, often, uh, have to be called for payment reimbursement. This means that even after the uh, client finishes their sessions with a psychologist, the uh, clinic itself has to call the insurance company and add to the fact that they also need to do the lengthy paperwork I had just mentioned. Now, tell me, Lily, why does the doctor not hire extra help? That's a great question, Isabel. Therapists do not hire any extra help because it increases the amount of expenses and the therapists, of course, they will not work double hours in order to gain profit and pay the expenses of a new member. So they often work alone because having another person adds to the stressful setting with the patients. And this also adds to the fact that therapists need to be in a comfortable environment with their patients, so they often work alone, like I said in, uh, at the beginning of the podcast. Exactly. Even those sufferers require only one person to let go when another listens to their difficulties. They will close and not open at all, and neither the doctor nor the patient will benefit from it. Leaving aside the issues of extra support for therapists. The topic of support for therapists may be an upcoming episode for The Missing Piece, so stay tuned. Poverty and mental uh, and poor mental health are regrettably linked. Well, Isabel... Persons with poor socioeconomic level cannot afford therapy sessions, of course. The stress of not being able to break free from this never-ending cycle will have an impact on your mental health. That is correct. I do think that uh, that point is a very crucial aspect and often misunderstood question that many clients wonder. Uh, this as to the insurance and hiring extra help. Thanks, Lily, for making that clear. Now that we have covered most bases of the issue, I want to address how this ongoing cycle has left many citizens around the world helpless and felt like they're being overlooked by the government and some insurance companies that choose to ignore the diseases due to the fact that the disease is just mental and not physical, which can, be, which can have remedies such as treatments and medications and also have a wider range of expertise, which the psychology community does not. Another unfair point made in the healthcare community. We need to take into consideration that psychologists are also learning new discoveries as they go. Just like doctors in, hosp in hospitals, psychologists are also considered as part of the healthcare community uh, or industry. So why are they being treated so differently, Sabo? Uh, well, Lily, that's just the reality of being in the healthcare industry. And it is unfortunate that they get this kind of unfair treatment by people who think that they are not fulfilling their duties as expected when they're just trying to do their best as they learn more about the human body and mind. That's absolutely correct, Isabel. Thank you for raising your voice on this matter.
healthcare workers deserve so much respect after going through the crisis of the COVID-19 and should always receive a huge amount of gratitude from us citizens as they continue to navigate to the anatomical and mental changes of a human being. Well, that is going to be it for today. Any topics that you might recommend to us, you can simply write us a comment expressing your topic or issue and we will take a look at it. Again, thank you guys so much for supporting The Missing Peace. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.